It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. The government and MTR come under more pressure following resignations over the shoddy work scandal. Disgraced former policeman, frankly Jew, appeals against his assault charge. And later in the bulletin, Cathay sees a sharp drop in losses. Engineer Albert Lai from the Professional Commons says the government should take over the Shart into Central Rail project if it no longer trusts the MTR Corporation. Senior management have stepped down and police are investigating why there are major discrepancies in reports the MTRC submitted to the government over the construction scandal at the Hong Hom station. Mr Lai said if the government took over the project, it would also have access to all the documents it wants to investigate the case. Yesterday, the government made it very clear that they do not trust the MTR management anymore in handling this project. And yet, the government continue to allow the MTR to handle this project. So that in itself is a contradiction. I think there is one step that the government should consider now, which is really to take over this project from MTR. Shares in the MTR Corporation have dropped to a five-month low following the announcement of the resignations. Shares slumped 3.2% to $41.45 this morning. Trading was suspended yesterday afternoon ahead of the announcement. Around 40 demonstrators have protested outside the government headquarters in Admiralty to demand the Transport Secretary Frank Chan step down for the MTR's construction scandal. Members of the League of Social Democrats, the Labour Party and others say the government should take responsibility for failing to monitor MTR projects properly. They say the Shart into Central Link is $16.5 billion over budget, nearly a year behind schedule and fraught with safety issues. Here's the Labour Party's Lee Chuk Yan. The government, every month they said they have meeting with the MTR. Why aren't they able to discover any uh, mistakes made? And why are they not able to uh, really monitor what has happened uh, in the whole construction? So it's not just the MTR engineering team that uh, should be held responsible. The monitoring uh, by the government should also be held responsible for what the, uh, all these mistakes. And therefore, we come here to demand for the uh, so-called political accountability uh, minister, uh, Mr. Chen Fan, uh, to step down. Meanwhile, Democratic Party lawmaker Lam Jerk Ting says he'll move a no-confidence motion against the Transport Secretary and the MTRC Chairman Fred Ma when the legislative session resumes in October. He will also try to set up a LegCo inquiry into the construction scandal under the Powers and Privileges Ordinance. He warned the pro-establishment camp against opposing him. If they veto the motions, they have to fully explain the rationale to the uh, general public of Hong Kong. Since uh, so many Hong Kong people are very concerned about the scandal and the safety and the quality of the project, it is a very important uh, public interest. The High Court is hearing the appeal of retired police superintendent Frankly Chu against his three-month sentence and conviction for hitting a bystander with his baton during the Occupy protests in 2014. His lawyer produced video footage which he said had recently been found and showed the situation of the streets right before Mr Chu struck the victim. Wendy Wong reports. 
The defence lawyer says the trial magistrate failed to consider the whole dynamic of the situation leading up to Mr Chu's action, but a new video could put things into context. During his trial, the retired policeman said the victim was aggressive and force had to be applied to restrain a charging crowd, a contention the magistrate had rejected. Prosecution opposed the appeal, saying the new video didn't show charging crowds. The defence also questioned the credibility of the victim, Osman Chan, saying his claim of going to the scene to meet a friend conflicted with the friend's account on social media that she met him by chance. The defence also questioned his injuries, saying evidence showed they probably existed before he was hit. The hearing continues and Mr Chu is on bail. A small group of people have gathered outside the Foreign Correspondents Club in Central to protest against its plan to have Hong Kong National Party leader Chan Ho Tin deliver a speech next week. The club has come under pressure from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and former Chief Executive Si Wai Leung. However, it says it's always welcomed speakers from across the political spectrum. Indonesian officials say more than 80,000 people on the island of Lombok are seeking refuge following a strong earthquake on Sunday. 105 people are now known to have been killed. The figures come as rescue workers have reached some of the island's more remote communities in the mountainous north, one of the hardest-hit areas. An emergency coordinator for the charity Oxfam, Meili Nati, said a significant number of people had been forced from their homes. It's around 680,000 affected population. As far as they're still living in front of their house, in the yard or in the park nearby their house, they're afraid to go far away from their house because some of their belongings is still there. And they're still afraid to clean their house to collect their belongings. Malaysia's former Prime Minister Najib Razak has been hit with new charges linked to the multi-billion dollar financial scandal. Appearing in court this morning, he was charged with three counts of money laundering over claims that he pocketed more than 10 million US dollars. He faces up to 15 years in prison for each charge. These are in addition to charges last month after he was first arrested, three for criminal breach of trust and a separate count that he abused his position. A Japanese medical university has admitted to discriminating against female applicants and for much longer than previously thought. Just how many women have been affected remains unclear. It's also unclear how they'll gain redress. Here's the BBC's Rupert Wingfield-Hayes. The Tokyo Medical University wanted to limit the number of women admitted to the school, so it systematically cut the test scores of female applicants and even boosted the scores of some men. Lawyers hired to investigate the university scandal have found the practice began as long ago as 2006, and maybe even earlier. One of the investigating lawyers described it as very serious discrimination that had sought to deceive the test takers, their families and society as a whole. At a press conference on Tuesday night, the Tokyo Medical University's vice president bowed repeatedly in front of the collected media. Early results in the US state of Ohio suggest that the Republican candidate Troy Balderston is edging towards a narrow victory over his Democratic rival Danny O'Connor for a seat in the House of Representatives. Some media groups are saying the race is still too close to call, however. Here's the BBC's Anthony Zerka. This central Ohio congressional district was supposed to be a safe Republican seat, but it didn't turn out that way. Donald Trump won the district in 2016 by 11%. But with all precincts reporting, Republican Balderson has edged out Democrat O'Connor by just under 1%, pending the tabulation of provisional ballots. 
Although they can only claim a moral victory in Ohio, Democrats will point to the results as further evidence that they are poised for success in November when the entire House of Representatives, including the seat once again, is up for election. In Portugal, the National Fire Service has taken over operations against a forest fire in the Algarve Hills after the local force was unable to bring it under control. More than a 1,000 fighters are battling the flames in windy conditions. The BBC's Alison Roberts is in Lisbon. The fire that started in Monchique on Friday has spread to several neighbouring areas, with residents of several villages having been evacuated. Overall command of the firefighting operation is now at national level. Local commanders had repeatedly said that they expected to bring the fire under control soon, but failed to do so, prompting the Professional Firefighters Association to publicly question their strategy. Officials have appealed to the public to donate bottled water, energy bars, fruit and basic first aid items, while vets tending to animals caught up in the fire are asking for food and medical supplies such as syringes. The British Prime Minister Theresa May has joined calls for her former foreign minister to apologise for his comments about Muslim women who wear the full face veil. Mrs May said Boris Johnson's comments had clearly caused offence. He'd argued against banning the burqa, but said it made women look like letterboxes. Australian scientists will test drive two cars today using hydrogen derived from ammonia in what they say is a breakthrough technology for environmentally friendly motoring. The team is from the Australian government's research agency, the CSIRO. The BBC's Phil Mercer reports from Sydney. CSIRO researchers have found a way to use a thin membrane to turn Australian-made hydrogen into ammonia, a colourless gas. This means it could be shipped safely to markets in Japan, South Korea and Singapore, as well as parts of Europe. At its destination, the ammonia is converted back into hydrogen. Scientists say the highly flammable gas creates a low-emission fuel for cars. The Australian team describes the technology as a watershed moment for energy. Financial news now, and Cathay Pacific says losses narrowed sharply in the first half of this year and it expects performance to improve further. Losses for the first six months came in at $263 million, compared with more than $2 billion for the same period last year. Revenue grew 15% to more than $53 billion during the period. Shares in the US electric car maker Tesla have closed almost 10% higher in New York. This came after trading in the stock was halted briefly when Tesla's boss, the billionaire Elon Musk, said he was considering taking the firm back into private ownership at a price of more than 80 billion US dollars. Mr Musk has been anchored by investors bent on short-term interests over long-term success. Here's the BBC's Kim Gittleson. Mr. Musk's tweet that he was considering taking the electric car maker off the market and back into private ownership caused an immediate spike in its share price before trading was halted. Mr. Musk followed up his tweets with a letter to the company in which he said that while no final decision has been made, he believes taking the company private would create the environment for Tesla to operate best. If Tesla is taken private at the price Mr. Musk suggests, it would be the biggest buyout in U.S. history. Shares of China Tower, the world's largest operator of telecommunications towers, were little changed on their first day of trading and the latest high-profile high listing in the city. There's been media reports the company failed to disclose in its listing document that it's being sued on the mainland over intellectual property issues. 
Currencies and the US dollar is trading at 111.33 yen. The euro stands at one US dollar 16 cents and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 16 cents. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 28,356. That's 108 points up on the previous close. Turnover was $51 billion. And now with the latest sports news, here's Atom Jung. Arsenal fans are in crisis as the American billionaire Stan Kroenke is set to take full ownership of the English Premier League club. On Tuesday, rival shareholder Alicia Usmanov accepted Kroenke's all-cash offer to buy him out of the club for 775 million U.S. dollars. Kroenke's only championship success as a full owner came in 2001 when the Colorado Avalanche won the NHL title a year after he bought the team. His L.A. Rams NFL team have not made the playoffs since 2004, and his Denver Nuggets have only advanced past the first round of the NBA playoffs once in his 18 years as owner. Arsenal finished sixth in the Premier League last season and will kick off their new campaign on Sunday against Manchester City. Tim Payton is a board member and spokesperson for the Arsenal Supporters Trust. He says he's concerned about Arsenal's ability to compete under Kroenke. Arsenal will continue to be a very big player. They've got many advantages. The stadium in central London, great brand, huge support. There are many strong things about the club. But I suspect that we're, with an owner that is more interested in the TV rights value and running a business proposition, I expect it's far more likely that you see Arsenal coming fourth or fifth over the next five years than genuinely challenging for the, the European um, Champions League and the Premier League. Elsewhere in football, Chelsea are in advanced talks to sign Spanish goalkeeper Kepa Arizabalaga from Athletic Bilbao. It will be a world record fee for goalkeeper in the region of 92 million US dollars and would pave the road for Thibaut Courtois to join Real Madrid. Football writer Andy Brassel says it's not as simple as Chelsea matching the player's release clause. Kepa needs to be convinced to go because Athletic's a very particular club. It's a very big club. It's one of the most successful clubs in the history of Spanish football. And he's got his family and friends around him. And he made that choice when he decided to sign a new deal rather than wait it out and go to Real Madrid this summer. He said, I want to definitely be the first choice goalkeeper. I want to grow with this club, with this young team. So it would be a real left turn for him to agree to join Chelsea. Ice hockey legend Stan Makita has died at age 78. His family announced his death on Tuesday in a statement released by the Chicago Blackhawks, the team he helped lead to the Stanley Cup in 1961. Makita played 22 seasons for the Blackhawks and he's still the team's career leader in assists, points and games played. He became the first player to have his jersey retired by the Blackhawks in 1980 and was inducted into the Hall of Fame three years later. And that's your look at sports. Thanks to Adam Cheung there. And now to end the news, the top stories once again. The government and MTR come under more pressure following resignations over the shoddy work scandal. Disgraced former policeman Frankly Chu appeals against his assault charge and Cathape sees a sharp drop in losses. And that's the latest news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Race the 
Wake the neighbors booming with your night. 